Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, millionaires. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bright Side with Technician. Today is the last day, November 30th. Can you believe it? This year is going by so quick, man. I'm telling you, already we're going to be saying Happy New Year, boy. And, and the time is now. Let's not wait till next year to get ourselves together and say, oh, well, this new year, I'm going to make this resolution. No, let's, let's start now. Let's start now. We have to do it now. We don't. We don't want to wait. But don't forget also that I mentioned yesterday about the affirmations. I do daily affirmations. Well, I don't, but I'm with a group of people. We're millionaire-minded. We do affirmations Monday through Sunday all the way up. Now, Monday through Friday, it starts at 7.25 a.m. Eastern Time. Saturday and Sunday, 8.55 a.m. Eastern Time. The number to call in is 641-715-3200. The PIN code is 656. 202 hashtag. But if you really want to sign up where it's free service just to get valuable information, book, videos, whatever we share, you get the value. You can text at milled mind to 81010. That's at similar Instagram, milled mind, M I L L M I N D to 81010 and you will be logged on in. It will ask you for your name, and you will be clicked in with us, Millionaire. You can also find us on Facebook at Affirmation Nation, and we are millionaire-minded. I'm telling you, once you put it out there in the universe, that's what it is. Because the hidden cause, you know what the cause of the sense is? The hidden cause of the sense is clarity. Because one thing about it, nature doesn't care. But one thing I learned from my mentor, as long as you have a clear vision of what and don't let anyone persuade you from it, you will have it. But I'll be able to give you more tips. Right now, we're going to take a short commercial break, and I'll be right back, and I'll be introducing my guests coming up on. So you're listening to The Bright Side with Technisha on Blog Talk Radio, baby. Yeah. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk Talk Radio, baby. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot, four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. 
How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back on the air, and I hope everybody's ready to go, baby, because we're ready to do this. Let's grow and let's stay motivated and keep positive. Do dial in. The guest call-in number is 347-426-3751. Having my conversation today with a wonderful, beautiful woman. Yes, she's gorgeous. And if you haven't checked it out on my blog talk, the picture is already up. And you probably didn't read a little bit of the episode information, but I'm going to give it to you. Um, my guest, I have the pleasure of talking with Daedra Hay, and they have she has a wonderful book out which she collaborated with um, Will Arts, if I'm saying his name correctly, and I'm going to just give you a little bit because since her early years in Memphis, Tennessee, Hayde has been an artist and a visionary, writing poetry and convertical worlds as a ballet dancer and choreographer recognized by Robert Joffrey. She performed throughout the country and found the dancing symbol, Celebrations to the Sacred. At 16, her mother diagnosed with um, terminal breast cancer, um, and Deirdre at that time discovered the healing power of light, enabling her mother to live 13 years longer than expected. So, amen. Won't he do it? As long as you got faith right along with that, you got to have faith behind it because God can do it, can't he? And as the founder of Radiance Healing and Meditation, she also has guided people worldwide, teaching them to harness their own inner wisdom and healing potential. She is currently writing her story of life as a modern-day mystic. And to learn more, you can also check out her website, which we will be giving at the end of the show. But she has a wonderful book out the not-so-little book of surprises, and I can't wait for you to actually find out what this little book of surprises is all about. So let's get this thing started right now. Charlotte, I am so glad to have you on, Miss Haid. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just great, and thank you so much for having me today. It's a real joy hearing your voice and all the oh, positive so things you have to say. You are so wonderfully welcome. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Is it Deirdre? Is it Deirdre? It's Deirdre. 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 I love it. Even better. Deirdre, <laughs> I love it. Who, who actually gave you your name? Where that name came about? <laughs> well, my father gave me my name, and he said he gave it to me because we lived uh, in the south side of Chicago in a student housing with 100 kids, and he said he gave me that name so when he called my name, only one kid would come. <laughs> so he, that's what he told me, but he, he came with it. It's actually a Celtic name, and it means woman uh, in the early language of Celtic, the Celtic language. Oh, awesome. I, mm. don't, I have no idea what my name actually means. It's Technicia. <laughs> I did a little research, but I didn't find anything. But it's pretty cool when people like, oh, what's your name? Technicia. Wow, I like it. It's like technician. I'm like, yeah, it is. But it's a beautiful name. Beautiful name. Thank you. Well, I can tell so you right now that your name is um, a derivative of the archangel uh, Tezekiel, begins with a T, Tezekiel, and and that mm-hmm. you that that name has uh, that's a resonance or a ray with that great archangel, and that great archangel is the archangel of service. 
I wow. see that clearly for you. I love it. Now, yeah, and I, you, I really feel right. I really feel special. You got me over here glowing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, it's true, and it's probably. You know, why you've always had the calling you've had to be of service, to uplift people and help people, is you, you're on this angelic ray of of Tezekiel, and that is the ray of, of service, of helping to lift consciousness. So right, you've and that's got what a I want to do. That's, that's my passion. That is, that's my passion, to service others. Because, you know, a lot of people think sometimes, I know just working a job, yeah, we all get our income that way. But sometimes when you add value and service others, that increases your income as well. Oh, absolutely. And and it's very important to understand what income means. You know, incoming. Um, incoming or income is positive energy. It's the energy mm-hmm. that creates. And sometimes income looks like a dollar bill, but sometimes income is just is a blessing that's worth a thousand times more than a dollar bill. So having that positive good energy and a good life, though, yes, we all need money just to survive in the 21st century, but if yeah. we can shift our perception, that's what I've seen, if we could just shift it, into seeing and experiencing the blessings, the incoming energy of if you, God, the presence, whatever word you want to use, the Divine Mother, Divine Father, it's all the same. If we can inhale that energy, we have a happier, better, fuller, more abundant life. Miracles happen. That's where miracles happen. And that's how I live my life, and my life has been a life of miracles ever since, uh, I mean, since a young girl. People would say, how did that happen? How did you? Get, how did that show up? <laughs> and um, it shows up because of the power of creation. Being in that power of creation, like you, you we all have this power to create our reality to a certain degree. Um, and that's what this book is about. This book is a, a the not so little book of surprises was put together by my husband Will Arndt. He started. Uh, he made the film What the Bleep Do We Know about ten years ago. It was a groundbreaking right. film of consciousness and science. And he put this together out of twelve volumes of my work on spirituality, mm-hmm. and created this book of quotes that really is a map to unlocking the the keys to being able to create in this world. There are certain rules of the game in this reality. And until you know what those game rules are, it's it's harder to create. But when you know them, you can say, oh, I get it. I know it's happening here. And you can work with it, whatever the... It is that you can work with it to 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 change it into a positive, and that's what this book is. This book is full of all these little uh, map, these little go this way uh, on your path uh, to become who you're meant to be. Well, I'm definitely glad that I have my hands on this unique and beautiful and inspired 
inspiring spiritual coffee table book. This is one of the books that you should get for a Christmas gift and pass on. That's a way you add value to other people's lives. And I want to also add on to what you were saying, too, about being positive. That's that's the way you develop a winning attitude. Be positive. Develop that attitude to think and act positive every day and, and commit. I mean, people, we got to make a decision. Take on projects you want to do, and you have to believe that it's going to work. I'm telling you, 2017 is coming. It's going to get better and greater, but don't wait for 2017. Let's do it now. Let's get it now. But um, this this is wonderful. Did, did both of you actually um, write copy? I wrote the, uh, everything in here I wrote. Uh, Will did okay. the intro, which is, you know, what is a surprise? <clears throat> and matter of fact, I like it so much. I I told him I want him to write a book about what is a surprise, because he has so many thoughts about it. Uh, but the book is all my writing and my work for the past fifteen years, um, and it just comes from all the workshops I've given, the courses, everything that the that the presence, the universe has given to me to share with humanity. He just pulled out these plums. And sends you, this book will send you on a journey. Like in the opening, we say, you know, there's a map that where you can choose to go to God and you don't have to wait for it to just happen. Like, oh, well, I know God today. There's actually a map that God wrote. And that when you enter into this map, um, you can enter joy and happiness whenever you want to because it's yours. And that's how the book starts. And then the map is the book. It just un- unrolls. We made this a coffee table book because the photos of Andre Balog are so extraordinary, breathtaking uh, visuals of energy and nature that we made it a bigger book. It was originally just going to be a regular size book, but those photos were so beautiful. We said we have to do just and we made this a uh, hardbound coffee table book. And then we thought, well, what a perfect um, book to curl up, not just curl up with at night, but also as a conversation piece. You can open the book anywhere, and whoever's sitting around your table, there'll be a big conversation. <laughs> It'll be exciting. And and this is amazing, just getting off the topic a little bit, even in the introduction when I was giving it a moment ago, the fact that you always had this spirituality gift about yourself. See, God works in mysterious ways, and we know he works in children the most, um, definitely. But the fact that you were able to pass that on, and your mother has this external healing, and she's able to live 11 years longer than actually expected, that's a blessing. It's such a blessing, and I'm very, very blessed because I was born with a gift of sight. And to to Keisha, am I saying your name name right, to Keisha? You know what? When you, it, it is Technisha, but when you said that, you made me think of my mother because that's what she always calls me, to Keisha. So I would take that too. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love it because uh, well, then I feel your mother's presence. I feel your mother. So. Very, very strongly. So, Takesha, um, I I came with this gift, and as a young child, um, I didn't realize that I had a gift. I didn't realize that 
I saw things other people didn't see. I just said, this is my reality. Uh, And as I grew up, um, I didn't grow out of my reality. Um, This is one reason we talk about this in the book, about how important it is how we raise our children and we, we we let them know that that magical world is real and to stay connected to it so they don't lose that sight that we lose as we grow up. But as a, a young child, I had this ability to see. And um, one time, just a quick story, I was we, I was about three years old, and we were camping outside of Chicago on Lake Michigan. And I was in front of a pine tree, and a, the pine tree, a cloud appeared in the pine tree, and I saw a truck that was about to run over our tent with my brand-new baby brother. I turned around, I ran to the tent, I picked up my brother, I ran out of that tent, and the next thing you know, a truck went over the tent and crashed into the tree where I was standing. And my parents came came running through the smoke screaming, and they saw me there holding my brother, and they were saying, oh my gosh, it's a miracle, how did this happen, how did... How did Deirdre get Kirby out of this tent? We thought you were dead. And they were very emotional. And I just remember at the time not knowing English well enough to tell them what happened. I remember, you know how kids do like gibberish? I remember talking really fast, but they looked at me and I could tell they didn't know what I was saying. And I was so upset because I felt, I thought English is such a slow language. It's, you know, I wish they could understand my language. Um, but that that was my earliest. My parents had talked about this kind of folklore of, of what, who I was. And as I got older, I went through a very dark period. Um, I really thought perhaps I was mentally ill. Something was wrong with me. Why am I like this? Um, And I developed a severe eating disorder and just went terrible, terrible depression. And and in that, that dark time, I, um, for, and then my mother died of cancer and then my father died of cancer um, I really went to God in a very, very deep way uh, mm-hmm. to find a way out, to find a way uh, to to being happy and understanding you know, who I was in this this world of non-miracle. <laughs> um, it is miraculous, but there's so much we see that's so painful. And I uh, went, then after about uh, 25 years, one night, this light that had come to me with my mother came back in the room one night when I was in prayer. I was reading Psalm 91. Uh, Psalm mm-hmm. 91 is a powerful psalm. And I had been reading it morning till night because I could not get out of this darkness. And the psalm says, you know, when you yoke yourself to what to I, your God who's most high, you know, I will lift you upon the pinion of the angels above the snaring trap. And I believe that with my whole heart. And I said, well, if I just can say this psalm deep enough, I know I believe in this psalm. And that's what happened. This light came in my room. And it came in my room for 40 nights. And for 40 nights, I didn't sleep. Uh, I was in a kind of like an altered state. And this light came in my body. 
and everything changed. The darkness lifted. My whole perspective of my world changed. And then I started working with people. And I started um, doing spiritual counseling and readings, healings. And it just took off. It just took off. It just People just started showing up from around the world to see me. It was miraculous. Um, and I understood, you know, that why, then I understood why I have this and my purpose is really to share it and to, to help others find a path to lift one, wow. yourself out of suffering, out of pain. So that's my story. And it's 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 a wonderful and inspiring story too, and for the so real because I know someone actually is, went through the same probably scenario out there. So that's why I'm glad you were able to share that. How long, Deidre? How Deidre? Deidre? I hope I said it correctly again. That's, De- that's good enough. It's good enough. <laughs> okay. Because yes, I, um, how long did the actual book take? What was how long was the making of this book? Well, this book, we have a joke. It was 10 years and three months. Um, <laughs> this book, we'll put it together so fast because I, he, first he has these volumes of my work. Um, and he just is, he's such a wizard. He's so magical. He And he knows all my work. He just went in and pulled out quotes and then we had people that uh, had worked with me and have studied with me, um, and he would say, remember when she said yada, yada, find me that page, and they would go through everything, and they'd find that chapter and send it to him. Uh, so really, he put the whole thing together, the quote, the teachings, the quotes, in three months. Okay. And um, he did, he picked the quotes in three weeks, and then it took three months of tweaking. And then, of course, I came in and did a little editing, so it would would flow well. Um, And then Andre Bollock, again, for 10 years, he's been taking all these photos. He had 3,000 photos no one had ever seen. So uh, Will and a, a, a team who was working with him went went in and pulled out the photos and the photos that we didn't have, like of the honey jars, which if, I'd love to talk to you about the meaning of that poem that's in the book. Um, we oh, didn't yeah. have the, the honey jars, and he uh, so we he took those, but really it took three months, which is miraculous. No one can believe that that's all it took. But it was ten years and three months. <laughs> wow! But it turned out it turned out wonderfully because I mean this book is filled with so many mystical poetry. You got the props and nuts and bolts with it for living, and and then it's got some good laughs and gorgeous pictures. It it was well put. Sometimes it takes a long time for something productive and creative to turn out. People think you have to rush on. You actually take your time up. Now. Now, aside from maybe surprising yourself, where does <laughs> surprise fit in for the where does surprise fit in for the reader? Okay, excellent. And yes, we I was surprised. <laughs> so, um, surprise comes in for the reader because when we have a spiritual or a psychological breakthrough, when we have an experience of 
something greater than ourselves, when we have an experience of something miraculous, it always is a surprise. Even when we expect it, we know it's coming, when it when that happens, it's oh, it's something new, it's something different. And a surprise changes us. It changes our physiology. It changes our brain chemistry. Everything about us changes when we experience a surprise. Not all surprises are good surprises. But in this book, uh, we wanted all the surprises to be good surprises. So every page is different. Every page is meant to be a surprise. And But there is a through line to the book, but every photo is different. Every quote is different. And I have to say, you know, we, we're we all competing with our tablets, our TVs, and our smartphones. But when Will and I did this, we really wanted to encourage people to go back to another time when we would sit and look at a book. And, and this book is like a, it's like a children's book for adults or an adult's book for children. Uh, it's for the it's whole okay. family. And it's it's a beautiful it's it's so beautiful to take that moment and sit down with a cup of tea. Just take a break from our fast paced life and just let yourself fall into a book. It's a uh, mad no, experience. It's exactly it's one of those aha moments when you could just feel awake and feel alive right then in that moment. That's that's always a good surprise when you just get that. Aha, uh-huh. you don't get too many of those. See, that's one of them. That is a surprise because it's one of them kind of like, can I just have one? Oh, my. Where did it come from? So, yeah, that is a, a big surprise. But we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back with my loved one, and we're going to discuss more about the book and tell you where you can find it and also the website. So don't you touch that down at all. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to... Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to... Blog Talk Radio, baby. Peekaboo. Peek-a-boo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. 
and it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Miss Hayde. That's when you definitely don't want to mess with someone else's name. You know how to pronounce the last name good. You, you, <laughs> you go with that. You don't want to keep messing up their name. But uh, Miss Hayde, share yes. with us a little bit, uh, a little about the science of surprise. How does surprise physiologically, psychologically, and spiritually change us? Well, when a surprise happens, your whole body goes into a biochemical reaction. Um, all kinds of hormones are released. If if it's a surprise, let's say that is is a painful surprise, you'll go into fight or flight. You'll your palms will sweat. You'll 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 get very focused because you'll want to to get out of the situation or heal the situation or or make the situation right that went wrong. But then there's the surprise, and the surprise that we have here in the book is the deep biochemical, physiological, and spiritual experience of opening one's mind. You know, we're, we're all like flowers, and we're, some or big open more and some are just coming up as a bud but we're all here we're all meant to expand our energy potential and really be miraculous beings you know, we that's what it means to say we were created in the image of god what it doesn't mean oh our body's exactly like god the image of god really means that we have the ability to create we have the ability to choose. So that is where we are like God. And it's our, it's our like puzzle to learn, you know, how the skill, how to become who we are as in the image of God. And that means being able to do good works, but also to be able to create mm-hmm. a a beautiful reality for us to live in because God wants us to live in a beautiful reality. Right. So he wants to walk in his will, his faith. That's right. And that so that's where surprises and I just wanted to share with with uh, all of your listeners out here and thank you for for being here today just one little piece of wisdom from uh the not so little book of surprises and and this oh, I think do. Pardon? Oh, okay. Please share. Yeah. So, so this is something that in my work with thousands and thousands of people worldwide, um, it's a question people come to me all the time with, and I, and I think this will help everyone today, especially in what's happening right now. A lot of challenges in our world here in America, at least. Um, so, what do you do when negativity comes in the room? What what happens when you feel a negativity? This happens to all of us. How do you handle um, a negative energy? Um, this is an I, it's an important question. So, how you handle uh huh? How you handle I negative mean, energy will determine your ability to hold God's light. Okay. Because, see, we're all here. Takesha, to hold God's light. And when we hold God's light, we become more and more in the image of God. Our ability to create becomes stronger and stronger. So we must hold God's light. 
know, how do we do that? And how do we hold the light, the positive, when there's a lot of negativity around us? So there's three steps to that that okay. work energetically. They work. And that is, no matter what the negativity is, to act in grace, to hold grace. The second is to, to be noble in the situation. You just you, you stay in the nobility of yourself. And the last is to have dignity. And grace, nobility, and dignity are the three energies that when you hold that, it creates a wall, it creates a, a barrier between you and whatever the negativity is. It actually changes the energy in a room. And that negativity cannot come into you because part of what happens, even when we're light workers or we're spiritual, we pray, we, we know we're a spiritual being, is we'll, negativity will affect us and we're, we'll say, oh, gosh, I, this, I, I can't get this. I'm working to try to get this out and this is so hard on me to have feel this negativity now. And it's just part of living. It happens. So when you act in grace, when you are hold nobility and dignity, that is an energetic, it's an energy that creates a protection so that whatever negative experience there is, that negative experience cannot affect you. Because you're because we are light and light is pure energy. And that's where we're going. That's what we're evolving into, and that's why we're here to flower uh, in our consciousness. So that's just one little page from the not-so-little book of surprises. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry, it's um, one thing about negativity. Mm-hmm. Negative energy, I walk away from it. And usually, usually, if it's negative, it's going to jump off on you. I cannot stand yep. someone who looks like they're so miserable. And you're like, oh, my God, I just, I do. I have to walk away. And because that's one thing, uh, them spirits like that can just really break you down. And sometimes that's the moment God really want to test you. See how strong you are. Like, okay, I need you to be my warrior right now. I need you ready to spread play the armor. You got to come on. And that's what I admire about this book because throughout this book, it's a combination from which, of course, you're on wisdom and what you learn from God by, by reading the Bible and just that, that extra light, that energy. See, this book... I think most probably will get it confused. You might think of it as channeling, but I don't think of it as channeling. I think of it as more of a radiance. It's more of the light. It's giving you the energy that you actually need positively in your daily life. That's why I would consider it to be a great book in anyone's household. This whole world needs it because we're dealing right now on hatred. We're dealing with right. the fact that um, mm-hmm. people are still upset that Donald Trump won 
I try not to focus on who won for the presidential candidate. I'm focusing on whether I'm doing right in my own household. When it comes time for you to go to them pearly gates of heaven, you better have yourself in order, and we need to be teaching our children. That's what we need to be worried about. Don't worry about what's going on with the government because the government going to be the government regardless of who won, if it was woman, man, black, green, purple. It, it really doesn't matter. Um, well, I, I would like to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, because not cutting you off, but it takes a lot to get to where you are spiritually. To me, um, how did you get to this place? This, this your everyday experience that you go through. Well, uh, <laughs> my my joke is I say I don't know about your God, but my my, my God's really stern. <laughs> He's really stern <laughs> with me. <laughs> so <laughs> I um. I just figured out early on that I I'm I had to live in a life of prayer, a life of contemplation and meditation if I wanted to be happy and if I wanted to have joy in life because if I live life normally without prayer, contemplation, meditation, without yoking myself to to God's light um, I would go into a dark place very fast, um, and and I didn't like those dark places. So um, I I said, well, my my path is really the path of, of light and God, and it's it's a personal choice. Um, it's brought me a great deal of joy and happiness, um, a miraculous life. Um, and I just want to say to people, uh, and I know all of you are listening because you're on this path of light, um, it's important for us to come together. And this book uh, that was put together, The Not-So-Little Book of Surprises, is really to support you on your journey of light, to bring positive energy to you. It's a magical book. Um, you know, one of the things that is kind of the secret of the book um, secret and surprise, they go together, is, you know, many of the, the teachings in here are my reinterpretations of uh, different psalms so that they really could speak to all of us in a very positive way. Um, there's many different spiritual lineages in the book. I wanted the book to be truly spiritual, meaning anybody from any denomination could feel comfortable with the book. Um, in the end of the book, we talk about Isaiah, uh, the prophet, and uh, to clear up what people say, because many people will say, oh, you're channeling this. They, they read it and they go, oh, you channeled this. And I have to giggle. I'm like, well, no, actually, I didn't channel it. Um, but <laughs> but my husband uh, has a really nice um he kind of thought of a good answer for that, and and that is if you were to take a a musician that writes beautiful music, let's say um, Handel wrote the Messiah. Um, he didn't channel it; he's a musician, but he did channel it in the sense that he found that this music came from a higher realm and came came to him. So everything in the book. Um, has come to me in a in an exalted state of vision of God, as well as my deep wisdom and understanding of ancient texts, of which I've studied my whole life. 
um, you know, the text is really meant to be there as a foundation to 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 enter into our own personal exper- experience of a God or the presence, a, a whatever word we want to use. Um, and and so what I did is I took these ancient texts and through my own you know acumen spirituality. I wrote them in a way that I thought would be fun, entertaining, and relevant for our world uh, here in the 21st century. Well, it is, and it's amazing how you actually add the humor to to your book, you know, because I never thought God was depicted as the kind to laugh. But when I think about it, Come, coming to think about it, does God actually have a sense of humor? I, I guess when he created man in his own image, which we get from Genesis um, chapter 1, verse 27, and certainly people are able to perceive and express humor, but at the same time, most people do. They they kind of mix it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think the difficulty is that I think the difficulty is that people perceive what is comical differently and what sinful man perceives as funny would not amuse a holy or a perfect God, but it amazes me that you actually instore that laughter into your book. At, at times, some of the quotes are quite funny, and they're almost right. irreverent. And that's right. a bit out of the box. Now, that is, that is another surprise right there. Why did you do that? <laughs> well, I uh, that's a good question. Um, I think, I, first of all, I, I've been known to just have a wicked sense of humor. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and also, oh, in working with the, all the people I've worked with, I just found when we get into a good belly laugh, when we have a joke, it's we all are open to learning. We're all open to change. We love to have a good laugh. And these are good laughs. These are positive laughs. Um, and the the irreverence is really in saying to, to the spirit of, I'm here with you, and if we laugh together, it's just going to make it easier. And that's really what I experience as the humor of God when God and I laugh together. is like, okay, well, I know I'm getting through this. I can see the irony, and we're laughing together. Because God is, God is, has a, has a persona that's also very personal. I mean, I consider God my buddy, my friend. We talk all the time. Um, and it's hey, important everybody better be having that a part of God. Right. I agree with you. You better have a message, buddy, because that's the only way you get through this life. I don't know how that's else you're going to get through it. <laughs> right. That's you true. better have them on your side. But I do. <laughs> I love I love the spin of it. Um, I really admired when I first got the introduction to your book and everything. I admired the artwork and your photographer, um, Andre, Andre, Andre. Yes, Andre Ballard. Oh, Andre, he was very involved in this. Um, What about his work most called to you? Well, his work is is very spiritual. He has a depth of clarity in his photography. They really evoke a meaning. He has uh, over 300 sacred geometries that are beautiful that he's done. And if anyone would like to see more of his artwork, I highly recommend it. Uh, his website is Andre Balog, uh, 
dot com, and he, um, I'll spell it for you. It's uh, or she's Andres Art. It's E N D R E S A R T dot com. That's Andres Art, and he has amazing photographs, and you can uh, order a picture if you want. Put it up on your wall. I love it. His art really speaks to you. Like, he mm-hmm. really captured every moment throughout this book. He did an excellent job. I'm glad you guys all collaborated so well. You know, you, you like rice and gravy. Like, you mesh so well. Um, right. <laughs> now, get, get different one. to your book. Like, on on page 22, I find it's very interesting. God actually wrote a map, a code, so that you can enter into God's joy, happiness, and bliss whenever you want to. Please elaborate for our listeners on that. Yes, I will. So in within each of us, we we have a code or a path of energy. We're talking about energy. And energy, which is light, is the precursor to thought. I'm thinking a word. The word is pink. Before I think of pink, there's an energy. There's an energy underneath it that informs the creation of that thought. Then the next level is we, we take a thought. I My thought is I want to put in a garden. Okay, we have a piece of dirt. We want to put in a garden. We visualize what we want. Then we have to take the action to put in the garden. That's all an energy. That's all an energy propelling from a source into creation. So that we have a, a path. There's a map, a code. That's an energy inside of you. The same way you have an energy that says, oh, I want to put a garden into my house, or I want to write this book, or I want to love this person. There's an energy that's already there, that's a code, that will take you into God's consciousness so that you can experience joy and happiness and bliss. And the map for this, or the kind of the keys, are throughout this book. Um, now, I will say I am going to be offering, after Christmas, a more extensive study of what these, of what this means to really give you a deeper, like these are the, this is A, B, C, and D. This is how you find the code. But I live in this code, so I know it's there. And I've seen other people find it within them. And it's wonderful, and I just want to give it away. So that's that's what this page is about. And you can find the keys uh, as you read through the book. They're all through the book, and it's fun. It's kind of like a game. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. It really catches your – it does. It catches your attention. I mean, the book is so lighthearted. It really, it really is, it really is good. Um, now you talk about time speeding up and about things we mm-hmm. really can't do because we're not our future selves, our future selves yet. Is this prophetic? Do you think prophecy still exists? I do feel that this is prophetic, and I, I do feel that prophecy exists. You know, my question is, why would prophecy ever stop? Um, prophecy stops because people stop listening and people stop believing. 
Um, many of the pieces in here, like this quote about uh, we, it's not we're not who we're meant to be yet. Um, this really comes from the vision I have of seeing into the future and seeing into the past so far, and I've seen it. I've seen it in my visions, in my own eyes, that we are evolving. And evolution and creation are the same thing. Because in, in, in God's world, there's no time. That's why one day God creates heaven. See, there's no time. But in this reality, we experience time. And so we say, oh, time is true because we're experiencing it. But there's really no time. And so in God's mind, it's a snap and the world's created in our reality. Oh, it looks like a billion years. I hope that's not too, I'm not stretching you out too far here. Um, but I'm just trying to explain what this means, that that who we are as creators, who we are in the image of God, we that creation, we're not there yet. We're in the middle of, of the creating process. And, and Takesha, I also want to point out something that's really, really shifted my perception, and that was that in the beginning of Genesis where it says, in the beginning of, you know, God created, in the, in the mm-hmm. ancient Aramaic, in the Hebrew, the actual translation says, in the beginning of God's creating. When it got changed to... Uh, from the the early Aramaic, which is the early Hebrew, when it was translated then to to the um, Armenian and Greek, and then it was translated to Latin, and then it was translated to English, through those translations, the God creating was translated to God created. So when you go back to that original, it says God's creating. And when I learned that, and I saw it with my own eyes, bingo, a whole new vantage point of our reality opened up. I said, oh, I get it. We're we're still in the creating. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) We're not done yet. Right. They missed that fact that there was no time before God created but if right. you look at it, time is actually time is actually a created entity. The like you said, the first verse of the Bible reads, "In the beginning of God created the heavens and earth," and that's Genesis chapter one, verse one. Um, and a study of this also, a study of this verse kind of reveals that God created time, space, and matter on the first day of creation week. Right. Um, and I know I know it sounds so weird because I, I agree with you on that too, Miss um, Hay, that God. God is separate. He's separate from both time and the universe. It's amazing. So when I try to teach my own children, because I have twin girls, I like to explain it this way. I like to explain it in this way. There was no before God created. There was not even nothing. There was God existing in eternity. And I know it'd be kind of hard to grasp, but I do try to teach it in the right way. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. And many, you know, because we live in a linear mind and we we live in the world of like i'm here you're there that we have time and space um it's 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 a it's difficult to grasp 
it is. the paradox it is. of of what God is. It's just, and so what I just say is, well, don't try to grasp it because it's like in Ecclesiastes, it says, you know, I've placed an enigma in your mind so that you cannot see from the beginning of time to the end right. of time. You know, only I can. And <clears throat> God meaning. So a lot. this gets back to faith. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of understanding of our reality is just being on faith that we can't see everything. That God does, but we can't, and and therefore we must accept. And acceptance is one of the keys to happiness and joy. Is accepting. We cannot see. Right, and and I think that's something. Something as humans has been at um, created being, we will never really understand, like you said. And that's why the Bible makes it clear. There's always a faith aspect to our understanding of God. Now, biblical right. faith is not against reason, but such things, it goes beyond our understanding. So it is something, I agree definitely, it's something that we will never actually understand at all. Um, but hopefully one day we will come to that point where we will understand it. Now, before we actually get off the air, mm-hmm. I would love to know where our audience can find this book and what is your website? Oh, wonderful. Yes, thank you. So uh, you can find the book um, on uh, our website, bookofsurprises.com. And it's just B-O-O-K of O-F, surprises, S-U-P-R-P-R-I-S-E-S, bookofsurprises.com. Uh, we're on Amazon. Put not Put in Book of Surprises. It will go straight to our site. And then... Um, we also have uh, on the bookofsurprises.com, we have a free flip book. It's a 14-page visual book, and I'm talking more in depth about some of the teachings. So that's there for you. You can see it. It says, uh, you know, watch now, and then you see a picture of a book. And we'd love, um, love for you to, to have that free gift. Uh, and then as far as my work, you want to know more about me, my website is DeirdreHade.com, and that's D-E-I-R-D-R-E-H-A-D-E.com. Uh, even if you misspell it, you'll get to my website right away. <laughs> so wow. we figured we worked all that out. But uh, it's been a joy to be here, and I love, yeah. love, love hear from everyone. If you have any comments, you know, write me a note. Um, be oh, glad yes. to answer your questions. Yes, it, it, it was a pleasure. I thank you so much for taking out your time to mm-hmm. be here with us today on this show. I really do. And just for some more inspiration and motivation today from my friend Mary Ellen, this is the truth of the day. Find tangible ways to express kindness and compassion towards others. Express compassion to other people through supportive activities. These activities will increase your own sense of satisfaction. When you reach out to share your kindness in tangible ways, you are able to see the results from your efforts. Possibly you can volunteer to assist a charity. You might find an elderly person whom you can help by assisting at a grocery store. You might find a younger person who could use your adult guidance. There are so many opportunities around you to make a positive difference in our society. Today, gain a sense of fulfillment from your ability to show kindness and compassion in tangible ways towards other people. Enjoy the day, everyone, and remember, either your goals expand to either 
your goals expand to match your mind or your mind with strength to match your goals. So let's grow, everyone. You have a blessed day, and I'll see you next time on the Bright Side with Technisha. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 